Question 111. Which is the third commandment? Answer. The third commandment is, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Question 112. What is required in the third commandment? Answer. The third commandment requires that the name of God, his titles, attributes, ordinances, the word, sacraments, prayer, oaths, vows, lots, his works, and whatsoever else there is whereby he makes himself known, be holily and reverently used in thought, meditation, word, and writing, by an holy profession, and answerable conversation to the glory of God and the good of ourselves and others. Question 113. What are the sins forbidden in the third commandment? Answer. The sins forbidden in the third commandment are the not using of God's name as is required and the abuse of it in an ignorant, vain, irreverent, profane, superstitious, or wicked mentioning or otherwise using his titles, attributes, ordinances, or works by blasphemy, perjury, all sinful cursings, oaths, vows, and lots, violating of our oaths and vows, if lawful, and fulfilling them, if of things unlawful, murmuring and quarreling at, curious prying into, and misapplying of God's decrees and providences, misinterpreting, misapplying, or any way perverting the word, or any part of it, to profane jests, curious or unprofitable questions, vain janglings, with the maintaining of false doctrines, abusing it, the creatures, or anything contained under the name of God, to charms or sinful lusts and practices, the maligning, scorning, reviling, or any wise opposing of God's truth, grace, and ways, making profession of religion in hypocrisy, or for sinister ends, being ashamed of it, or ashamed to it, by unconformable, unwise, unfruitful, and offensive walking, or backsliding from it. Question 114. What reasons are annexed to the third commandment? Answer. The reasons annexed to the third commandment, in these words, the Lord thy God, and for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain, are, because he is the Lord and our God, therefore his name is not to be profaned or any way abused by us, especially because he will be so far from acquitting and sparing the transgressors of this commandment, as that he will not suffer them to escape his righteous judgment albeit many such escape the censures and punishments of men. Question 115. Which is the fourth commandment? Answer. The fourth commandment is, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day, wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Question 116. What is required in the fourth commandment? Answer. The fourth commandment requireth of all men the sanctifying or keeping holy to God such set times as he hath appointed in his word, expressly one whole day in seven, which was the seventh from the beginning of the world to the resurrection of Christ, and the first day of the week ever since, 
and so to continue to the end of the world, which is the Christian Sabbath, and in the New Testament, called the Lord's Day. Question 117. How is the Sabbath or the Lord's Day to be sanctified? Answer. The Sabbath or Lord's Day is to be sanctified by wholly resting all the day, not only from such works as are at all times sinful, but even from such worldly employments and recreations as are on other days lawful, and making it our delight to spend the whole time, except so much of it as is to be taken up in works of necessity and mercy, in the public and private exercises of God's worship. And to that end, we are to prepare our hearts, and with such foresight, diligence, and moderation, to dispose and seasonably dispatch our worldly business, that we may be the more free and fit for the duties of that day. Question 118. Why is the charge of keeping the Sabbath more specially directed to governors of families and other superiors? Answer. The charge of keeping the Sabbath is more specially directed to governors of families and other superiors because they are bound not only to keep it themselves, but to see that it be observed by all those that are under their charge, and because they are prone oft times to hinder them by employments of their own. Question 119. What are the sins forbidden in the fourth commandment? Answer. The sins forbidden in the fourth commandment are all omissions of the duties required, all careless, negligent, and unprofitable performing of them, and being weary of them, all profaning the day by idleness, and doing that which is in itself sinful, and by all needless works, words, and thoughts about our worldly employments and recreations. Question 120. What are the reasons annexed to the fourth commandment, the more to enforce it? Answer. The reasons annexed to the fourth commandment, the more to enforce it, are taken from the equity of it, God allowing us six days of seven for our own affairs, and reserving but one for himself, in these words, Six days shalt thou labor, and do all thy work. From God's challenging a special propriety in that day, the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. From the example of God, who in six days made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. And from that blessing which God put upon that day, not only in sanctifying it to be a day for his service, but in ordaining it to be a means of blessing to us in our sanctifying it. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it.